Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. I have this app, and I'd like to track and see how much sleep I got. Last night, I got four hours and 26 minutes of sleep. That's it? I woke up in the middle of the night, and when I wake up, I'm up. Can't do anything about it. I was up for like three and a half hours last night. That's not good. Yeah. My total time in bed, eight hours and 24 minutes. My total amount of sleep, four hours, 26 minutes. (sighs) 13 disturbances. Oh, does it narrow down what they were? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wait for I had technology. a couple sets of bad dreams, though. Oh. So you wake up, and I was like, oh, great. And then my heart's all beating because my bad dreams are always at my house. Uh, Got to, yeah, what up? Um, what's happening with Stevenson, your sign? Oh, well, wait, what's that thing you wear on your, this? that monitors your sleep? Well, I'll, it's not a sleep monitor. I'm not doing advertisement with them. I don't even know if I like it yet. I might, but it's called a Whoop. I don't want people to think I'm selling it. Right. They're not a client of mine yet. Okay. Or ever. So, yeah. Well, I didn't know because uh, you know how some of the watches will tell you if you're going to have a heart attack or something. I guess Apple Watch. Like Apple I'm, Watch, yeah. I have no idea where he even heard this or got the idea. Maybe it was a commercial, but now... He's a, he's scared something's going to happen to his heart and he wants a watch or a bracelet or something to wear that can monitor his heart rate so that he knows if he's going to have a heart attack. What made him think that he's going to have a heart attack? I don't know. Anyone close to you have a heart attack? No. Anything on TV or the, a movie you guys saw? No heart condition situations that I can think of. But Regis Philbin died of heart disease. Did he watch that story? He did not. He didn't catch that. Heart attack. So I don't, I don't know. But I just thought, hey, buddy, you're 10. We are almost 10. We don't need to be worrying about, you know, your... You having a heart attack. You're good. Does he worry about COVID? Yeah, he does. What do they call it? Corona, COVID, or the virus? The virus. They pray. We pray every night before bed, and they pray for Haiti, and they say, and we pray for our moms in Haiti that they don't have the virus or the, the corona. They say both, the corona or the virus, and they're really, really sweet about it. But they do they do worry. Um, they worry for Papaw. They... Yeah. See, uh, we in Maze Runner, one, two, three, in like the third episode, there's zombies from a virus. And I love a good zombie Everyone virus movie. was wearing masks, which right now is the norm, which wasn't. It's so weird. But to them, or in Stevenson's brain, he's now associating that we're wearing masks so that we don't get the virus that turns us into zombies. I could definitely see that. Yeah. So that that's a thing. That That's now crazy. I have it's to now worry like about real time. Yeah, because I remember watching Mission Impossible. I went back and watched it way later, and they're using these flat screens where they touch. And, I, and at the time, it was like, "Oh, that's crazy!" But now we have iPads everywhere we look. Yeah, and you're watching it in real time, going, "No, that's happening right now." Mm-hmm. So I wonder if this other crap's happening too. Yep. Have I seen the last Mission Impossible? Do we know? Because I saw Ghost Protocol is coming out on Amazon. Wait, what? Have you seen it? Yeah. Do we know if I've seen that? Have I talked about it on the show? Let me check my Bobby movie catalog. Hold on. <laughs> Mostly, I'm like, do you remember me talking about seeing it? I'm just kidding. Butthead. I don't even remember what I watch. <laughs> but um, I want to see, I don't think I've seen it, and I want to see it. So I read wait, what the, do you mean there's another one? That's the thing. I don't know which ones I've seen because they're all super similar. Mm. And I think this one's Ghost Protocol. Whatever it is, there's a new one popping up on Amazon if it's not already up. Okay. Because... And I was like, huh. Uh, let's see. Leah Remini claims Tom Cruise has been manipulating his image. Do you see that? Well, I mean, yeah. She, yeah. He's pretty young looking, huh? 
Uh, Mission Imp- What's it called? Fallout. Is that the one going to uh, Rogue Nation 15? I don't know. I like the Mission Impossibles. Me too. I like Tom Cruise movies. Yeah. I can watch it and, and forget he's wacko. But when Lisa Rimini talks about how he's crazy, then I'm like, oh, man, that's scary. I can separate, though. I'm okay at that. I'm pretty good at separating. All right, we're getting into today's show. It's a good one. Hope you enjoy it. See you guys tomorrow. Hey guys, welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. You know, I was reading this story about Dina Lohan, who's Lindsay Lohan's mom. And the reason that it was sent to me was because she says she's training for Dancing with the Stars. I don't think they've invited her on the show. I think she just wants to do it. At least I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the whole thing that caught my eye. Like, I'm reading it, and it says, Lindsay Lohan's mom is getting physically fit this summer. The 57-year-old explained, I'm doing this whole mind, body, and soul plan. I want to help women, especially middle-aged women, get back in shape. She's recently been engaged to a man she's never met face-to-face. That's the part where I was like, how? What is happening here? She wants to look her very best when that time eventually arrives. What is the deal with her fiancé? Oh, she's doing that. What is that show we loved? (laughs) We were obsessed with earlier this year. Dating Blind. What was that show? Love is Blind. I think she talks to him on on FaceTime. Oh, okay. Yeah. Can you pull that up for me? Because I don't know anything about her... Unless we've talked about this on the show before and it's all just kind of escaped me. We have not. But the fact that she is engaged to someone that she's never met face-to-face, that probably means you're a little bit nutty, huh? I mean, I think we kind of How do you put a ring on a finger? Uh, There's so many options. I'm so curious about this. (laughs) I don't know. How do we know he's real? Well, you're saying that they've had FaceTimes or whatever. Kaylin gets a text that goes... Hey, um, have you been emailing with the listener of the show who claims she's talking to you? Kaylin's like, no. So people are out impersonating me on email, on Instagram. They're impersonating Caitlin. And I don't know how to tell them. On, on, there's no blue check mark on email. That's true. What if this is a catfish? Anyway, Mike, see if you can find me out some info on that Dina Lohan story. That is nutty. Hey, speaking of my girlfriend, you guys went on a walk yesterday. Mm-hmm. What's up with these walks you guys are going on? Because I don't ever get to hear any of the gossip. Because I'm sure you don't just walk for exercise. I'm well, sure there's lots of gossip happening here. Yeah, because there's like five girls. And then, oh, there's oh, Well, so we many. had a walking group in my old neighborhood and we moved. So, it was, But it's weird because some of the, half of the girls have moved to the same part of town. So we're like, okay, let's shift our walking group to this neighborhood. And so that's what, and we went to a park nearby, but some of the girls got in the car and ventured over to, to walk with us. So it was like our good old days, but Caitlin just joined in and it was awesome. Hmm. And yeah, we talk about everything. Tr- it was good for my soul. Like we talked about, we talk about important things. We talk about walks? trivial things. It was an hour. Oof. It was good. Mm. What? I mean, an hour walk. I don't know. I feel like what's said on the walk stays on the walk. Oh no, I can't break her. She won't tell me. Yeah, because... I'm like, what, what are you guys talking about? What secrets did you tell them about us? Because you can't go in and just hear all secrets. What I know about secret groups is... Oh, I learned something about you that's actually really sweet. I don't like that. It's I sweet. should know what you learn about it's, me, though. Well, it just Because came then up, I would come in here and I would be prepared to either defend myself... Yeah. Well, so she wasn't saying it, anything. It wasn't like she was trying to talk about you. It just, we were talking about something else and she casually said, oh, da 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 And I was like, what? That's so sweet. I write her a poem every morning and read it to her. <laughs> Close. 
<laughs> Close. I mean, but I, yeah, it was nice. But I'm, I hope she had fun. I mean, it was almost like, because, you know, when someone's new, to, she's still sort of new-ish to town. And I know it's been a strange time to come to a new city during a pandemic and not, she's very social. So I hoped that, because I felt like for us girls, we've walked together for years. That was my walking group, you know, for a long time. And we don't always have to see each other, but we just kind of pick right back up where we left off. And I hoped that she felt included. So I wouldn't want her to feel left out of that. No, she seemed- She enjoyed it. Oh, good. Just trying to get some information of her. It's like no Guantanamo with her. Mm-mm, no, we, uh, we stay pretty loyal. Um, There's that. Uh, I, another story I wanted to mention was this this farmer that found the guy's prosthetic leg. Did you see this story? Yeah, and it was worth like, well, prosthetic legs are super expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a clip of this guy? Right. What's the clip here? So, uh, farmer finds skydivers missing prosthetic legs. Okay. So I guess he's going to be talking about it. Here it is. My adrenaline was so high, and I was just so excited. I didn't even realize that I had lost it. He's very grateful that we were able to find it without running it over with a machine or something this fall during harvest, or, or God forbid, the combine sucked it up and it would have destroyed it. It was just such a positive experience. I can't thank everybody enough, especially Joe. Found his leg. Yeah, and the, except for a few scratches, the leg was totally fine. Which Man, is good for him. Amazing. I should mention this to Garth Brooks yesterday, and uh, we'll talk hopefully to a, one of these writers of the story that was at the press conference later. Garth Brooks said he's not taking himself out of the Entertainer of the Year at the CMAs. Oh wow! He's like, I'm pulling myself out. I would also like to say I'm pulling myself out too. Yeah. Okay. I just feel like it's right. If okay. Garth's going to take himself out of CMA Entertainer yeah. of the Year, it's only fair. I feel like I should too. Why not? A lot of people compare me to Garth. Um, but I'm also going to remove myself from mm-hmm. it. But yeah, he said that, I think he read on a tweet where someone said, hey, why, why don't you take yourself out? Like, you wanted enough. And he goes, you know what, that's a good point. So he pulls himself out. By the way, I think he probably should have won this year. I've been saying that for the past few months. Just because he handled stuff in a really cool way. Mm-hmm. Between the TV specials, when they were quarantined. The drive-in, he was the first one to do the drive-in shows. Um, you know, he's putting out, I just think Garth was the guy that probably in a weird year should have won it. And now he's taking himself out. Crazy, huh? I mean, yeah. Crazy that he's doing it. Crazy you're doing it. It was a tweet that got Brooks thinking about the idea when a country fan asked, why doesn't this guy step down? Hey, this guy is Garth Brooks, the greatest of all time. You better refer to him as Mr. Brooks, G, Garth Brooks, not this guy. He won the award in 2019 after having won it in 17, 16, 98, 97, 92, and 91. Dang. All right. We can get going with the show now. I got it all off my chest. I always have a bunch of stuff in the morning when I come in and just kind of get out. Why uh, do I feel like I also need to make sure listeners know that you're joking? About what? You taking yourself out of I'm taking category. myself. This is not a joke. <laughs> no. I will not be in the entertainer of the year category now. This uh, is not a joke. Th- what? I just feel like I'm going to get some sort of a note from a listener saying, Bobby's so full of himself. He's not even nominated for entertainer of the year. Why would he have to remove himself? Nope. I'm taking <laughs> myself out. Right, Raymundo, pull me out right now. Can you pull me out? Yes. Uh, hey, did you just pull me out? Yes. I'm out. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring on Delia from Odessa, Texas. Delia. Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. Now. <laughs> well, I got a couple of things. First of all, we got her on. We're going to try to have her win a $500 Amazon gift card, an Echo device, and a one-year Audible membership. So she's playing for a nice little package oh, yeah. here. That's amazing. Uh, but she has a crazy, wow. crazy story before we get into the game. 
which by the way, let me say this real quick. Travel options are limited right now. You can get the most out of your summer road trip with the help of Audible. My books are on Audible. There's so much adventure. So friends, lose yourself in a listen. I've been road tripping back and forth to Arkansas because we got a little cabin out there. We spend a little more, then we turn on the Audible. Um, as you drive, hear your favorite narrators inspire you with their own journeys. There are comedies you can learn. That's what I do. Now, let me say this. Start a free Audible trial and choose something you'll love. Go to audible.com slash bobbybones. Audible.com slash bobbybones. Now, we have Delia on because she called our voicemail line a while ago because her delivery truck got stolen. What kind of delivery truck was it, Delia? It's not a delivery truck. It's a work truck. I work out here in the oil field um, line locating and... I was I stopped by my sister's before I took off to work to drop off some keys to my son and a lady stole my truck within five minutes maybe ten at the most. Did you leave it running? Yes. Mm, yes. Gotcha. I knew that. <laughs> Got her. <sighs> I know. But I mean, I, what are the he odds? Watched me. I knocked on the door. You know, my kids were asleep. It was seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Got, got her. Me. Okay, so well, it gets worse. Okay, so she has her truck, her work truck. The person steals it. So then do you, do you go trying to chase her down to find this truck? I didn't. When the cops got here, we pinged my iPhone, and it was across town. So cops showed up across town, find out she threw out my phone. And um, after she threw out my phone, she broke into a trailer house and stole a gun. What the? <gasps> Why? So the... We're not, nobody's sure why, but she takes off, um, they chased her two towns away. It was about an hour and a half of a chase. Um, she ended up totaling out my truck. Um, but then it gets worse. Are you ready for how it gets worse? Delia, then tell them what happened. I went to pick up what was salvageable out of my truck and... About an hour after I did that, they let me know she had tested positive for COVID. Oh. Stolen truck. Oh. Trash truck. St- yeah. House, I went and touched all my stuff. Everything. Everything. I touched the steering wheel to grab my hand sanitizer, but never thinking, you know, just she might have had COVID. Never thinking that. So here we are. Are you, how long ago was this, Delia? Yesterday morning. So oh right my now. Gosh. Right. Yes. Yeah. I just took a rapid COVID test. Mommy, I took a rapid COVID um, test this morning, and I, which they gave me my results in 15 minutes. Um, makes me a lot feel a lot safer because I was explaining that you know the truck did drive from the the other town here on a tow you know on the back of a tow truck, so more than likely not seriously exposed, but. I still felt exposed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, all that's, that's, that's a lot of drama happened in the last 24 hours. So we're going to give her a chance to win, yeah. okay? All you have, she, she just has to get one right. We had a whole game plan where she had to get so many. All she has to do is get one right, and she wins. Um, by the way, start a free Audible trial. Go to audible.com slash bobbybones. We're playing a game called Guest the Narrator, okay? So we'll play a clip okay. from one of the great many titles available on Audible and see if you can guess who is speaking as the narrator. Okay, first okay. up. You know your prize, right? $500 Amazon gift card, an Echo device, and a one-year Audible membership. Here we go. Number one. Hmm. Let's do this. The name of her book is called Open Book. See if you can name this narrator. 
There's a before and an after, but I have had a hard time pinpointing when exactly things changed. Can you name that voice? I'll give you one hint. She has her own okay. very successful clothing shoe line. Oh, Jessica Simpson. That is correct. We have a winner and quick. Wow. Look at you. Did you know that or was that just a wild guess? Uh, kind of, I listen to y'all every day. Oh, wow. Look at that. We already have us a winner. Let's try one more just, just for fun. This next person is a, okay. the, the guy's an actor. You don't win more, by the way. I just gave you. So we, you've already won. But let's see if we can get one more. He's an actor. He has been on a really serious show that's one of the biggest shows in American pop culture history in the past 20 years. And he's been on a very funny show. He's done both serious and super funny. And the book is called The Things They Carried. See if you can name this voice. It's time to be blunt. I'm 43 years old, true. And I'm a writer now. And a long time ago, I walked through Quang Gai province as a foot soldier. Can you name that voice? Mm. <sighs> Amy, can you name You can help her. Um, okay, wait. You said he's been on a serious show? Super serious show. One of the biggest shows of our lifetime. Okay. Uh, 43? Ah, I feel like the guy I'm thinking about is older than 43, but maybe I think, he's is that not. Fiction or he's reading the book. I think he's reading the book. It's not a book about him. Oh, okay. Oh. Then, yes. How can I help her? Because I, I think I know. Oh, so talk this out with me. I think it's Breaking Bad and then uh, whatever the funny Arrested Development or whatever the other one that Brian Cranston guy's in. That, that's who I think uh, it is. Brian Cranston. Yeah, that's that's his name. I, can, I couldn't remember his name. Are you going with Brian yeah. Cranston? Because if you miss it, she loses everything. Uh, that's Walter White, right? It is Walter White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo-woo! Oh, I didn't say no, no. I said Brian Cranston. Oh, one. Well, oh. Yes. Okay, it's Brian Cranston. <laughs> we have a winner. The music started playing. Okay. Okay. Dalia, you know what? I hope you're doing good for for all things considered. Uh, but I am gonna make your day a little better. Five hundred dollar yes, Amazon have, gift. I don't understand how awesome this is. Oh, great. <laughs> I love Thank that. You. And on Amazon, you can get whatever you want. Yeah. $500 Amazon gift card, an Echo device, and a one-year Audible membership. You can listen to all these great books. Okay, Dalia, thank you so much for listening. I hope that your day today is much better than yesterday. And um, Yeah, I got a negative, so I'm good. There we go. We got a negative. We got a negative. All right, Dalia, I'm going to put you on hold for a hey, second. What? And, Dalia, what did we learn from this? Don't leave your keys. Don't leave your, your car. Truck. Yes. Lesson learned. Don't leave your <laughs> Don't car, leave running. car running. Yeah, because I you do that. You still do that. I know, but What I did mean, you learn from I, this? That's, that's I, the question. I just said, what did we learn? Okay, okay, okay. Because okay. I learned from her mistake, too. Because okay. I always think, ah, what are the odds someone's going to be in this location looking to steal a car at just this moment? Once. Just take once. <laughs> I know. All right. Bye, Dalia. All right. Bye. I was reading the story about dogs this morning, and it says, make sure your dog doesn't eat grapes or raisins. Now, I had this issue with my dog where he's just chomping on some grapes. And I just called the vet just casually. Hey, uh, cool if dog eats grapes. They're like, no. So I had to sprint my dog into the vet. This has been a few weeks. But they say grapes and raisins are very toxic for dogs, no matter the dog's breed or sex or age. Grapes are so toxic, they can lead to acute sudden kidney failure. But Why? Amy, I don't know how a radio it's works. It's nature's candy. Much less how a dog's body. I get it. Not to everybody, though. But you There are did- some things we can't eat as humans animals eat. Okay. Like out in the wilderness. Like, I'd love to grab a good mushroom by a tree sometimes. Can't eat those. I know. Never know. Hey, so you told us that story a couple weeks ago or whatever you, that happened with your dog. Mm-hmm. And I was so glad you did because 
Stevenson was eating some grapes and dropped some on the floor. And normally when we drop food, we're like, eh, who cares? Carol will get it or Carl will get it. (laughs) And I kind of for a second thought, oh, Carl will get it. Not a big deal. And then your story ran through my mind. I'm like, I just heard you saying something about how dogs shouldn't eat grapes. And I was like, no. Mm. And I go and I get the grapes before she can get them. But your little stories do help. Yeah, thanks. I read another one this morning. Just wanted to share it. Yeah, P- I know. I PSA, think it's, the more you know, because I didn't know. Yeah, because raisins now fall into that category of muggle. Yeah, and my dog loves a good grape nut. You know, he likes to sit around, <laughs> watch his animal planet, eat some grape nuts. Um, hmm. So, But my, the thing of my dog and the eating is my girlfriend and I feed our, we try to eat, feed him when we eat our meals. That's how we remember. Breakfast, we feed him breakfast. He gets three meals a day. He's an English bulldog. He's about a year and two months old. Still very puppy in a lot of ways. Lunch, feed him. Dinner, we eat, feed him. Problem is sometimes we eat at different times depending on my work schedule. And the dog gets fed like seven times a day. Yeah. So, and he lies. I ask him, did you already eat? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't tell me he does. And he has. And he'd be like, Phew. and so I give him food. And then Kayla's like, oh, I already fed him. So he's had six meals by the time dinner comes around. Okay, well, you know I need to get us because we have the same problem. We'll feed, like, my husband and I will communicate about feeding the dog, but then we don't say anything to the kids, and then they feel like they want to be responsible all of a sudden. Some days, they're just like, oh, yeah, let's take care of our dog. And they feed her again, and we've already fed her, and she ends up eating double. So I want to get us, maybe I'll find one, I'll let y'all know, but like a little sign you put by the dog bowl, sort of like for the dishwasher, if the dishes are clean or not clean. If the dog's been fed or not fed. I see trouble flip- with that, though. Impending trouble because I would accidentally leave it unfed then he'd never get fed. Because oh. we'd always think he got fed all the time. I guess that's true. But that's, I don't know. Like, we got to figure out something because now our dog's on medication and the kids know how to put the pill in the pill pocket. They love it. They think it's kind of fun to put the pill in there. Da, da. So yesterday, our dog got double medicated. so I googled it thought what happens if your dog takes this many milligrams of this and he just feels better the internet didn't seem to really have the answers and I really didn't want to rush her to the vet so I just have been monitoring her there's some heavy breathing and some pacing but so far we're good that's funny got double medicated funny if nothing bad happens right because I understand that if everyone's not communicating on who's doing what with the dog yeah but my dog, he, he will be dishonest on purpose because when he's really hungry, I'll be like, are you hungry? And he'll go and lick his lips. He does? hmm If that's, he wants food. Wow, that's good. And if he doesn't really, he won't. But I ask him sometimes when he's already been fed and he'll do that. Like, he knows. He, some people say English bulldogs are dumb. Mine just has areas he's stubborn in more than he's dumb. Mm. <sighs> he will take a chair. I have to block off the, the food closet. I the put pantry. A, I put a chair in front of it. Because it's a heavy chair and he can't mm-hmm. move it. Now he's figured out how to nudge it, get in to the, like, and open through the door. And then if sometimes he'll nu- almost nudge it back where it looks like he tried to nudge it back. I'm not sure that's what he's doing. I may give him too much credit there. No, I mean, I'm sure he, that's what he's doing. Bobby Bones Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Garth Brooks announced that he is permanently removing himself from running for CMA Entertainer of the Year. He announced the news during a press conference sharing that it's time for somebody else to hold that award after he has won a total of seven times in his career. Reba McIntyre is celebrating the 30th anniversary of her album Rumor Has It by re-releasing it. It will drop on September 11th with bonus versions of her song Fancy. There will be a new acoustic version and a dance remix. 
There's a Merle Haggard biopic in the works. It will be based on his memoir, Sing Me Back Home, and it will focus on his life as a prison inmate to his rise as a country music star. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Tim Frappier of North Carolina went outside at 5 a.m. to have his morning smoke when he noticed, oh my goodness, my neighbor's house is on fire and she's a quadriplegic. So he runs into the burning house, carries his neighbor out, then goes back and saves her two dogs. And the fire inspector said with all the smoke damage, she would have not survived if Tim didn't run in there. At 5 a.m., he happened to be outside. It happened to have, be having a cigarette. See, sometimes smoking. No, it doesn't. Oh, no. Stop that. No, that's not <laughs> true. You gotta been on a run, you know? That's yeah. true. That's an awesome story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Florida. A 29-year-old owns a business, had to be closed because of corona, so he got some relief from the government to pay his employees. Instead, he went out and bought a Lamborghini. I saw a picture. It was pretty sweet, though. <laughs> it was a nice-looking car. It was a car. nice one. Oh like, he's God. in trouble, and he shouldn't have done that. There was another woman that was working at a Wendy's that got the money, too, and she just bought a house. She was, like, a, I, had a local Wendy's. Yeah, I think she owned a Wendy's. Yeah. Oh. So they're definitely taking advantage of the situation. But I did see the car, and I was like, dang, that's... Yeah, but he did post it, too. I mean, it's a nice... Oh. He can't post it. He'd have probably been caught anyway. But that posting it, that's just a quicker way to get you in trouble. Yeah. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Lauren Elena. Good to see you, Lauren. Hi. So these days, how often are you getting dressed up to do events like this? Today. Well, most people, when they come in, they're like, <laughs> I haven't worn pants in them forever. <laughs> I was, um, I've been doing some stuff for this new music, so lately I've been getting ready more. Like, I got ready, was it yesterday, I think, but not very much. You going out much? Like, out, no, outside I go of the nowhere. House? Yeah? I go nowhere. I was, in your new song, Trish is on it with you, getting good, and we're going to play that in a minute. But I was reading this story about the rapper Lil Baby. He's charging $100,000 to be featured on a rap track, and he says that's cheap. Now, is that what you paid Trisha, $100,000 to be on Getting Good? All I had to do was go on her cooking show. And she- <laughs> <laughs> it, was a pretty, it was a pretty cheap trade, honestly, on my part. <laughs> so when you go, that's cooking show. I saw that episode. That looks pretty fun. It was so fun. And she's amazing. And she sang Getting Good to me when we were in the kitchen. And then afterwards, I was like... Thank you for singing my song. That was really cool. And she said, I'll sing with you anytime. If you ever want me to sing a song with you, let me know. So I waited about two weeks. Wait, was that the opening <laughs> in your mind, though? When she said that, was that like, can we get Trisha on the song? Yes. Or did you already think that going into no, it? No, I did not think that. Wow. When, then when she sang it, it sounded so good. And then I waited like two weeks and I called her and said, hey, remember when you said that you would like to sing with me sometime? Do you think you could do Getting Good? And she said uh, that her team has a call every Tuesday, and I called her on a Friday, I think. And she called me back Tuesday and said she would do it. That's really cool. I'm going to play a clip of this. You're going to play it in a minute. But uh, let's do we have a clip of Getting Good with her and Trisha? Here we go. Maybe that's when life starts getting good. Listen how good that sounds. <laughs> Dang. On your record, if I can jump ahead for a second, because your EP comes out September 4th, right? Yep. I have a clip of, of getting over him, you and John Party. Yeah. This Let's play a clip of this. We were down heartbreak, no night. Like 
so how did you do John's cooking show, or did you go out to his <laughs> ranch and cut logs, or like how did you get him on the song? I just called him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we have a song on his album already, so we've already collaborated. He's one of my really good buddies, and uh, I was I wrote the song, and I was trying to figure out who would be the right guy, and I immediately thought of John. And he owed you one. Yeah. Because if you Paying do his back. record. I paid, it, I, paid, I paid him ahead of time. He had to pay it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Lauren Elena is here. By the way, the new EP, Getting Over Him, comes out September 4th. Let me play another song. This is Run. Has this been played ever before? Clip no. Is? No? Here we go. Excited? Got a whole new batch of stuff coming out. I like you were talking so about it when you walked in today. I'm so excited. Yeah. You're going to come back, though, when all this comes out, right? Oh, yeah. Like, today's cool, but wait till the big package comes out. <laughs> <laughs> the big Christmas. <laughs> hey, I was reading a story about you, and I thought I had known everything. That's Lauren Elena. But when you were eight years old, you... We're in a pageant. You won a pageant at eight. I did. Is that true? Well, I didn't do the. I, I won the talent part. I didn't do the, the other part of the pageant. It wasn't really. You just pageant. didn't do it, or you didn't. I win didn't it. even do it. So you just showed up. For I the just talent did part? the talent segment. <laughs> I did, but I won like overall talent. I got this huge trophy, and other people were like, they did every category. <laughs> do you remember what that. you sang at eight? Yes. What? I can't tell. My mom was like, I don't think my mom realized what I was singing until I was on the stage singing it, but I sang Genie in a Bottle. Oh, you got to rub me the right way. Oh, and she was eight. Anytime my daughter sings that, I'm like, stop. Stop. Stop singing (laughs) that song. My mom said she'd heard the song a million times, but then when her eight-year-old daughter was on the stage singing it, she was like, oh my gosh, my child should not be singing this song. Yeah. Like at all. And I'm I a genie in a bottle. Baby. You gotta rub me the right way. Honey. Yeah. I didn't know, honestly, if though. If you wanna I was, be with me, baby, there's a price to pay. I'm a genie in a bottle. You gotta rub me the right way. Um. But to be fair, Lauren, <laughs> I, was a okay. te- I was a teenager, though, when that came out, and I didn't, I thought I was a genie, too. I didn't associate it with... <laughs> I literally wore a genie outfit. See, that's what I thought, too. But I also thought until a little older than I should have that babies came out of the belly button. So I was a little behind, I think, when it came you- to that. <laughs> yeah. I did for a long time. I mean, not not 16. He but, was 25. Yeah. <laughs> Someone told him yesterday that babies do not come out of the belly button. Let me read you this. Lauren also, because I started going down the rabbit hole, I didn't know you'd won this pageant. You'd also won various other competitions, including the American Model and Talent Competition and the Windstar Youth Talent at Lake Win- uh, Pasoka. Pasoka. <laughs> so you're just dominating all the talent shows. I just did every talent show I could do. American Model was the first uh, competition I ever lost. Is that right? It's and very, you should have. really humbling for me. You should have won. <laughs> Thank you. So you Start never hold on. A humble moment, you wait know? a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You never lost a talent competition no. until American Idol? No. But you finished second? Yeah. I don't really feel like I lost, but Wait, you know. who won first? Scotty. Oh, okay. I mean, sorry, Scotty. <laughs> I feel bad now that I was like, you should have won, but I mean, you all were equal. You could have easily won. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. So did I love you how you're backpedaling on that deal? <laughs> when you're I do at that a 15 lot. on American Idol, 
Did you feel, because at 15, we're all out of our minds. We're all insane, like a kid should be. Did you feel like there's no way I'm going to lose this? I've never lost ever. No, I thought I was going home every week, actually. It's was, one of the two. Yeah. Yeah. I was convinced. I packed my bag every week Man. and told everyone goodbye. And they were like, you can stop telling us all goodbye. The packing your bag thing is funny on a reality show because we both did Dancing with the Stars, but I would pack my bag every week <laughs> and be ready because they're like, if you lose, you're out. You just yeah, get on the go plane. home. And so I was like, this is it. <laughs> go ahead and pack it. I'm pa- it's packed. I left a bag packed in my little trailer because I thought every week, like, I'm out of here, man. It's one of the two. You either feel like you're going to dominate or you're going home. Yeah, you're, you're either overly confident or you have no confidence. <laughs> All right, Lauren is here. I don't think you brought these guys here just to sit and laugh at our jokes. <laughs> It's a, see, maybe you did. Maybe you did. Would you mind playing uh, Getting Good for us, Lauren? Sure. sure. All right, here is Lauren Elena. Well, here. We re- we'll, we'll see if we remember how to do this. Okay. It's been a minute. We're a little rusty. Hey, guys, so because of licensing rules, we can't play anything with music on this iHeartRadio channel or podcast anymore. But you can go to bobbybones.com to see it. We hate that we had to take it down. It wasn't our decision, but I just wanted to keep you up, and we wanted to keep up as much as possible. So uh, go to bobbybones.com to watch or hear whatever you're missing right now, and thank you for listening to the show, and sorry about all the legal stuff. Mr. Bobby Bones. Nice. How'd that feel so to play good. again? How'd that feel? Feel good? Man, that's great. You guys are so good. Lauren, you're so good. You know you're so good. You're so good. You're so good. Um, By the way. It just started with the genie in a bottle, you know? It's just. (laughs) And look where we are now. Mm -hmm. Mm. I thought that song was about a genie, though. And again, I'm I'm a little. It's not? Exactly. (laughs) How'd your mom not know that you were singing that song at the She did, but she didn't think about it until the moment I was up there singing it. Yeah, it was such a popular song. It was just like a song. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, there's so many songs we listen to as kids that thinking back, I'm like, I should not have been I know. Yeah. dancing to that at my sixth grade school dance. <laughs> well, listen, Lauren, we have so much to say right now. First of all, Getting Good with Trisha is out. Everybody should stream it. Radio stations should play it. Every radio station I'm on, all 150 of them. Play it, play I'm, it, I'm play saying it. it right now from my mouth to, to God's ears and his mouth back to your ears like a satellite, right? <laughs> we got to play this song. Right? Please, please play it. Please. It's good. On September 4th, the new EP is coming out called Getting Over Him. What are we releasing up to it? Anything else? Yeah, we're releasing Run. Okay. And then What Do You Think Of, which is with Lucas Graham, which is probably my favorite on Lucas there. Graham. Hum, sing, the pop. That guy. The guy yeah. that sings. One thousand years old. Yeah. You, you have a song with him? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's really good, too. I'm really proud of it. And then... I actually don't know the next one that comes out. That's okay. I think we're releasing three leading up to it, which I think was a surprise, and I just ruined it. So, surprise! All right, there she is. (laughs) Lauren Elaine, everybody. Clap right here. (laughs) Time for Elder, which is Eddie, versus Millennial, which is Morgan. Since Eddie has a mic at his house now, it's time to play the game. Let's get those intros going. Here we go. From his bed with the coronavirus. The Hispanic who don't panic, <laughs> the elder of us all. Clap your hands for producer Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> Last night we were playing uh, NBA 2K20. Amy, yeah, it's me, Eddie, two of our friends, Mike Signs' birthday, Steve, and our buddy Andrew, who's 19, who we've never met in person, but now we play. <laughs> every time we play, we get him on with us. So uh, he goes to uh, KU, by the way. He's about to move back to Lawrence. We were having a little talk about that last night. We get on as a fivesome, and we always play the best teams and lose. We got on and dominated last night, and Eddie and I were just on a high for like an hour. Right, Eddie? 
gosh, it was amazing, man. I dreamt about it for like, I, I mean, I, I thought about it for like two hours. It was a big deal. We it was a big deal it's to us. Yeah, it was a big deal to us. Wow. We were just knocking him. Eddie was knocking down threes. I got 15 assists in the rec game. Amy, we were so good. It was so good, yeah. <laughs> well, good job, guys. Thank you very much. Here we okay. go through your virtual world. <laughs> Don't make fun of us. I'm not. Us. We, found it, we found something that we bond over. We have fun doing. We're not hurting anybody. Yeah, maybe I'm just jealous. Thank you. All right, let's go. And here she is at 26 years old. Kind of got a flat hairstyle going now, huh? Did you crimp that out or uncrimp it? What does that happen? No, it's just straight hair instead of curly. What is yeah. it? What happens when you let it go free? That? No, it's like really curly when it's free. So I have to put some work in for straight hair. Because she cares, <laughs> she did her hair. The youngest <laughs> on the show from Wichita, Kansas, Morgan Woo! number two. Woo! All right. <laughs> Eddie, I'm going to go to you first. These are all questions that Morgan would know the answer to. Are you ready? Come on. I'm ready. How would a millennial say 100%? Ooh, I don't know. Oosh. I'll, I'll tell you how I say it. Hundo P. You're not a millennial. Is that your answer, though? The question isn't <laughs> how do you say it. I'll tell you how I say it, 100%. But how do you say How does a millennial say it 100%, Eddie? I'm going with Hundo P. Come he on. He says Hundo P. Amy, you don't think that's it? That's his answer, but I don't think it's it. The answer is Hundo P. Oh, it is? It is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dang. I'm I thought hip it like was a millennial, just, boys and girls. I just thought it was 100. All right, here we go. The term on fleek was originally used to describe what? It's a specific part of the body. This is where it originated from. What part of the body was on fleek originally used for? Part of the body? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that's what it was. This would be a part of the okay. body, right, Mike? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you know the answer? Yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, I didn't know the last one, but I know this one. <laughs> Eddie? I'm going to go with hair. That dude's hair is on fleek. That is incorrect. Morgan, you can steal. On fleek was originally used to describe what? I don't, I don't think I know. You don't know? You no. know. No hints. No hints. I'm not. I'm just saying. You're leading her toward you know. Let her do her deal. Your blank is on. I mean, hair was a really good guess. Oh, man. Your body? Incorrect. What do you think it was? I know what it is. Go ahead. It's eyebrows. It is eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, you. How'd you know right? that? Because on, on, I don't know, Twitter or Instagram back in the day used to be like your eyebrows are on fleek. On fleek used to mean you had really well sculpted eyebrows. The term has grown to describe almost anything that is well put together now. Huh. All right. Uh, Eddie, I have one more question. Ready? Come on. What Disney movie made history in 2009 with the first African-American princess? 2009, first African-American princess. Name that Disney movie. 2009. Boy. I feel like it's a movie that I have not seen. Um, Give me... Rapunzel. Show me Rapunzel? Incorrect. Morgan, can you steal? Yes, it's Princess and the Frog. It is. Nice. Wow. Wow. All right, there we have it. I believe the score is now one to one. Morgan, coming over to you, and you're going to get some elder questions. Let's turn it up. I don't know where turn it up came from, but I've never actually (laughs) said that. (laughs) Hey, Morgan. Yes. CD players first came into the market in 1982. You were born in? 1993. Okay, so 11 years before you were born. 
What does CD stand for? That's a great question, Bobby. <laughs> turn it up. <laughs> CD, the actual turn. Oh, disc. Disc, maybe the D is the disc, but C. Center disc. Center. Mm. C term. CD. Cent. Mm. All I'm going with is center disc, but I don't think that's right. I think it's disc. C disc. Mm. CD, yeah, five seconds. Mm. Center disc. That's center all I got. Center disc. Show me, is it center disc? Eddie, you can steal. I mean, guys, guys, I have to win this game. It's compact disc. It's compact oh, disc. Dang it. That is correct. <laughs> nice. Okay. That's a D word, right? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Morgan, what actress starred in both TV shows, Clarissa Explains It All and Sabrina the Teenage Witch? She's younger than... Mm. It's an elder question. What actress starred in Clarissa Explains It All as a kid and then Sabrina the Teenage Witch a little older? Gosh, what is her name? I think she's blonde. I'm going off of Sabrina the Teenage Witch because I don't know that other show at all. Um, and I don't think this is her name, but Melissa Peterson. Melissa Peterson is incorrect. <laughs> Melissa Peterson was... The wife of... No. The, the guy... That murdered? Scott no, that was Lacey. <laughs> oh, that was Lacey. Oh. <laughs> what do Melissa Peter? Did you make her up? I think she's an actress. Okay. I think. Her. I think. Uh, Eddie, can you steal? Gosh, you know what? I think she follows me on Twitter. Maybe somebody hacked her account, but I can't remember her name for the life of me. Melissa's definitely in there. I'm going to go with Melissa Elizabeth Parker. (laughs) (laughs) It's Melissa Joan Hart. Dang it, that's what it was. Uh, By the way, Melissa Peterson, I looked her up here. She is an actress known for 321 Penguins. <laughs> Morgan? Don't know what you guys know what that is? <laughs> nope. That's when it comes out. She's the biggest 321 Penguins fan. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, man. Uh, Eddie, you can win if, you, if she misses this one. Ready, Morgan? Yeah, I'm ready. What profession does Dr. Frazier Crane have on the show, Frazier? Oh, man. Frazier. Can't say I've watched a lot of that show. You know what? I'll give you two. There are two <laughs> answers to this. Okay. What profession does Dr. Fraser Crane have on the show, Fraser? I really, I think I've maybe seen one episode of Fraser. Um, maybe he's a teacher or a lawyer or probably not a doctor. It's not a doctor show. The whole maybe. show is built around his profession. But I would have to see the show. Mm-hmm. But you've seen it once. <laughs> Oh, man. Maybe he's a bartender. I'm going to go with bartender. Show me bartender. (laughs) Incorrect. Eddie? Okay. I've never actually seen an episode of Frasier, but I do know that Dr. Frasier Crane is on the radio. Yes. Doctor as a uh, psychiatrist, psychologist, radio host. Both. There oh, you so go. therapist would have worked. Yeah, that would have worked. But the answer, radio host mm-hmm. or therapist would have worked. Oh, okay. There you go. Our winner now, Eddie, and it's now 4-4 overall. There we go. Yeah! <laughs> Guys, this is my first win since I've been diagnosed with corona. Nice job. Oh, well, maybe the virus helped you all. What do you want to say to everybody no. else who's fighting corona right now listening? That they, too, can also do this? 
Yes, yes. You will get through this, and you will be a winner when you get on the other side of it. And you'll and win. Stay strong. The Elder versus Millennial if you play against. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Eddie. Nice job. See these shoes? Cole Swindell sent these up for me. Just really one of the most thoughtful guys in country music. He sent me some red Jordans, like low-top Jordans. How cute. Real nice note, too. He's, you know, we haven't had a lot of people come in the studio. A few. And he was one of them. And so he sent me these Jordans and sent me these things to turn them into golf shoes. Oh, so you can, like, put little cleats on the bottom or Mm -hmm. something? And then it was like, hey, as soon as this thing opens up, we're going golfing. So down there, but really one of the most awful guys around here. Oh. Are the little golf thingies, is that, does it work on any shoe? Yeah, most tennis shoes. So what you do is it's got like a little thing, you screw it in and you turn your tennis shoes into golf shoes. That's awesome. Because mm-hmm. some golf shoes are just not that cute. Right. And we need And I know you're concerned shoes. about that. Yes. yes. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune are supposedly set to resume production this week and next. There's going to be some changes to keep everybody safe and socially distanced. But I got to think about the wheel. Like, do they sanitize it? it? No, you can't touch it. Don't touch the wheel. (laughs) Just think about it with your mind really hard. Yeah. And then on Jeopardy, they've spaced out the little boxes that the contestants are at so that they're social distancing. Oh, that's going to be weird. And then they're going to be far enough away from Alex Trebek. But I'm like, can't they just pipe him in virtually since he's 80 and also has stage four cancer? He probably doesn't want to do that. Okay. I would think they would just put up glass shields in between them. They wouldn't have to separate them and we wouldn't even notice the difference on TV. Good idea. And also, they should treat the wheel like a slot machine. You just hit the button and then goes around. Oh, but some I like that you kind of have to put your mm. your might into it. Your might. Okay. Well, because if you press a button, everybody gets the same kind of no, spin. No, I know. I did the word might. Put your might into it. It's funny. <laughs> I wasn't talking about your well, point. Just, well, because sometimes they make it seem like it's so hard Ugh. to spin. I know. <laughs> we did the uh, Price is Right wheel. I did because it, it's shot on the same soundstage as the American Idol is shot and Dancing with the Stars, all shot in the same building. And then you grab that wheel, though it's pretty heavy at first. Once you get it going, it's kind of like, and then it goes, but it's pretty heavy. Yeah. All right, what else? Well, Budweiser is releasing a new beer called Budweiser Zero. It's only 50 calories and alcohol free. (laughs) So maybe a beer for you. Hey, Raymundo, I'll ask you. You're a big beer drinker, I guess, before you got under the White Claw. Oh, yeah. When you hear this beer, 50 calories, let's say the alcohol part's not it. A part of it yet. Would you be interested in it then? Yes, because it's not it's as half. Heavy. Yeah. Okay, so the alcohol free part. Why would one drink beer if there's no alcohol? It's basically for people that are addicted to that taste because mm. it's still probably going to have that a little bit. Yeah. It says here it's basically for people who want non alcoholic beer for the taste, but they want it to be super light and cheap. Okay, don't get me wrong. I think that's great, but I thought beer, the bad thing about beer was the taste. Like, I never want I've never tasted beer. I never want to taste it because I smell it. It smells like urine. Like my dog's urine and beer smell a lot alike to me. Yeah. I Maybe think my it's dog a, pees beer. Maybe it's I just a thing. Say, it's, a, it's an acquired taste. There's something once you start to enjoy it that is refreshing about it. Yeah. But I mean. I can't list that many acquired tastes for me though. Maybe olives. Okay. Maybe that's an acquired taste to Espresso. me. Espresso. No, I don't like it. 
Sacrifice. Yeah, how does it go at it? All right, what else? So Emirates, I think I'm saying that right, the the airlines from Dubai, they're attracting passengers during the pandemic in an interesting way. They're offering to cover the funeral costs of travelers diagnosed with COVID-19 after flying. Even sick passengers who don't pass away after traveling with the airline can receive uh, expenses for you know, their quarantine, like 18, $118 per day to cover accommodations for two weeks. So they just, they're really confident that you're not going to get sick traveling their airline. I like it. But they have a whole insurance thing set up, a policy, and I've never flown that airline. Well, yeah, me neither. But not many people are traveling halfway around the world, but I thought it was an interesting take. Yeah. Right. Maybe American Airlines will take take some notes from them. And then just quickly wanted to let people know that tonight, Darius Rucker is doing his 11th annual Darius and Friends concert. It's going to be from the Grand Ole Opry. You can purchase tickets at livebylive.com slash Darius, which is live X live, which is the by part. Clint Black will be there, Tracy Lawrence, and all of the money goes to St. Jude. Yeah, in the past he's done it, and a lot of folks have showed up. I've played that show before. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it's like 12, 15, 18 people, live, live crowd. But, yeah, the, the the COVID thing has shut it down. But good for the Opry stage for allowing them to have it, and they're still tr- trying to make some money. Yeah, that's tonight, 7 p.m. Central. So if you want to maybe have a little date night at home and go to a concert virtually, hit them up. All right, there you go. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So there's this kid, Chase. He lives in Covington, Tennessee. It's near Memphis. And he was at this parks and recreation, like, party, grand opening something situation. There was a raffle. He won a bicycle. And as a kid, that's pretty awesome. So he took his prize. He went home. And he gave the bike to his neighbor, Daniel, who did not have a bike. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Good for that kid. Yeah. I just thought, okay, yeah, that's the heart. And it, what's somebody. the name again? His name's Chase. And then he gave it to his friend, Daniel. No last names? No last names. We'll just names. shout out Chase, though. All Chases. His- if your name's Chase, period, you get a shout out today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Well, let's see if we can figure out the morning corny. Once a week, we try to figure it out. We call it the investigative morning corny. It's myself, Eddie, who, if you're new to the show, has coronavirus and is still at home, but he has a microphone in his bed, and then Lunchbox, who is sitting across from me in the studio. Amy, you've been laughing to yourself over there, getting ready for this. This is so dumb. Okay. It is now time for the investigative corny. We'll have 90 seconds to figure out this joke. Here we go. The morning corny. What do you call a naughty lamb? Dressed up like a skeleton for Halloween. A naughty lamb dressed up like a skeleton for Halloween. Use Here we all go. those keywords. All to right, help so I would you. say a bad sheep, bad sheep. There we go. Bad to the bone. Halloween, bad. bad. Ba- a naughty lamb. So let's do naughty lamb. A bad baby. What do you call it? A bad lamb dressed up like a skeleton for Halloween. This is the hardest, most detailed bad. one. Yeah, like, go down, take a right, turn left at the oven. There's a rock there. What the? Bad a, bones. Bad. Oh, Eddie, what'd you, you say? Bad. Yeah. Bad the bone. Bad wool. Bad. Okay, something about a skeleton. Dressed as a skeleton? So that's got to be bones. Yeah. Bad sheep bones. Bad. It has to be guys, bad, bad to, the bone. to the bone. It has to be. It has to be. If there's something else, though, different, it's got to. So it's got a bad 
And then to the, the bone. Is, is that just what it is? It, that seems like it's just spelled <laughs> like it. Yeah. So bad as a skeleton, but because a skeleton is bones. That's all you, a skeleton. Can but why be. not just be a sheep dressed as? Why does that have to be a baby <laughs> lamb? No, I didn't say baby. I said naughty. A bad, bad. Why not well, a bad sheep? What do you call a naughty lamb dressed up like? Okay, it? okay. We have to go bad to the, the bone, bone, right? Correct. Yes. Amy, we're gonna go with after much deliberation, bad to the bone. All right, okay. hit it. Let's see if we got it. <laughs> the morning corny. What do you call a naughty lamb dressed up like a skeleton for Halloween? Say it. Bad to the bone. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That Love was so it. dumb. We didn't even think that good. That's what I like, said. We had right? to settle on that one. We were like, That's, there's no way. But yeah. I mean, Lunchbox said it out of the gate, and I was like, oh my gosh. So yeah, I. that's why right before I said it, I was like, this is so dumb. But it's also cute. Okay, there you go. Do, do your thing, Eddie. All right, here we go, boys. Clear eyes, full hearts, get, get loose. loose. Eddie, when you're yelling in your bedroom, are your kids like at the door? I don't know. They're downstairs somewhere. I hear stomping, but whatever. I don't care what they're doing. I'm working right now. Daddy's working. Do you tell them to be quiet while Daddy's on the radio? Yeah, just a second ago, I had to open the door and yell at him and be like, quiet, I'm working. Eddie told his kids, because he has a microphone in his bedroom, that that microphone's always on, and whatever that microphone hears is on the radio, so they think all day long oh. they're on the radio. Right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, late last night, too, I heard one of them go, all right, guys, everybody have a good night. We're going to bed now. <laughs> Signing off. I think we have, a, is this a clip from Eddie's kids yes. doing what they think is a radio show? Go ahead. We're a rat bonk and a butt. All right, folks, we're talking about spirit animals right here. Which spirit animal is rat bonk and going to be? <laughs> okay, so rat right here, he's a parrot. Bonkers right here. He's a psycho Tasmanian devil. Better than our show. I'm wow. <laughs> Get those boys a contract. All right. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, what, Eddie, what are you going to say? They just think that people are in their cars listening all day. But, I mean, part I, I told them, so, I mean, it's kind of my fault. But I, I'm sure after we're done today, they'll jump on and start doing the show again. It's kind of my fault. I told them. <laughs> no, it's all your fault. Yeah, you, you told feel, them it's on the radio. Do you feel bad about that? <laughs> nah, they're having fun with it. It's all good. Yesterday, Morgan said that someone was beating on her door in the middle of the night. Now, Eddie told me this morning that somebody was maybe at his house last night, right? Yeah, my wife woke me up at 3 a.m. and she goes, I hear a big bang downstairs. Somebody is downstairs. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in my underwear. I'm like, okay, uh, let me go down there and see what I got. And, and I grabbed a flashlight. The dog was going crazy in the backyard. And then I look in the backyard, there's nothing back there. And then I go to the garage and the garage door's open. Not sure if a kid left that open or what, but I searched the area with my flashlight, found nothing. I don't know what happened. I don't know what it was. Did you think that you would react like that if you thought it was something? Bones, I've thought about this scenario hundreds of times. I picture myself with a gun, uh, a, a baseball bat, ready to attack. I was in my underwear with a flashlight. <laughs> this The flashlight was the size of like... A, 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 a roll of quarters. Why did you not grab something? I was panicking. It was 3 a.m. And she says, it's down there right now. Whatever is down there is down there now. I just heard a bang. I had no time to react. So you just didn't think about it? No, I didn't think about it. I feel like maybe the kids left the garage door open and maybe a raccoon was in there and then knocked over some shovels or something. But What I don't about know the what dog going crazy? 
Yeah, the dog was in the backyard, definitely sensing something was out there. Man, it was eerie. I'll be honest with you. It was eerie shining that flashlight out there looking. If, I have a baseball bat near my front door and also have a gun near my bed. I think at this point in my life, because I have the shells too where I can grab them. It's a 12-gauge where I can grab them. And I probably, go, I think, because I've had instances, I would lead with the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. But Eddie also has, now he can just yell out, I have coronavirus. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and then start spitting. Right. So, Don't come closer. Yeah. <laughs> He's coughing like yeah. I got Walmart yesterday. Uh, but nothing was stolen? Nothing was stolen. Actually, no intruder at all. But you know, this has been my biggest fear. Like, people are scared of snakes or whatever. I'm scared of an intruder. I've been my whole life. I think we're all scared of intruders, right? <laughs> I don't think that's Who some kind it? of... Is anyone like... That's not a weird like, admission. It's like, guys, listen, I know. It's not like you go, hey, guys, I'm scared of lollipops. And we're like, oh, wow, that's weird. Eddie's like, I'm scared of people in masks that could possibly kill me. Well, we are too, man. <laughs> no, but I've dreamt about this since I was a kid. These have been my, my nightmares. Uh, oh. Let me play this voicemail. This is a question for Raymundo about Eddie since Eddie's on. What's up, Bobby? What's up, studio? Question for Raymundo. What if Eddie still has the Rona when it comes to wedding time. Is he cut from the list? Do you got a backup? What are you thinking about that, sir? Yeah! Raymundo? Yeah, we've already kind of dealt with that with one of the bridesmaids. She had Corona, but she's already cleared. Uh, Maybe she got a quicker test uh, that was more reliable. I don't know why Eddie keeps testing positive weeks and weeks after it. But yeah, by October, I would hope to God the Corona is gone from his body. Eddie, when are you tested again? I'm going to go again Friday, I think. But, you know, Bones, really, it, like like Ray said, if I test positive in October, I mean, just count me out of everything in life. <laughs> Something's not right. He's got permanent corona. All right. A couple babies were born. The first one's name is Brinkley Hope. You like that name? Yeah, it's cute. What about uh, the boy Ace Leo? Yeah. Ace Leo. Uh, born June 13th. But no one knew their parents were expecting twins. So everybody thought they're about to have one baby. So video footage shows the moment they surprised the grandparents because they didn't tell them. And they showed the first baby. And then they surprised them for the second baby. Oh, that's funny. You don't like that? Well, here's a clip. That's a real baby. That's a real baby. Your new grandson, too. Are you kidding? (laughs) You yeah, have twins? Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've always wanted twins. Uh-huh. Oh, my. Whoa. Isn't it crazy they didn't tell them they had a second baby? <laughs> Come on, tell me, Mom, Papa, you had two kids. <laughs> I like it. It's No, I'm not saying it's wrong, but yeah. I mean, that seems... A little, you can't tell them that you had two kids. You had to surprise them. With, they're like, oh, is that a doll? No, it's moving. That's a real baby. You're like, yeah, we had two of them. I wonder how big, because when you carry twins, a lot of times your stomach is a lot bigger than if you're carrying one. I wonder if they thought like, well. It's a cute video, <gasps> but I just of- thought it was a little a little weird. <laughs> yeah. They didn't tell people they had, they, that's a secret they had to hold for a while too. Yeah, for sure. A uh, kid accidentally breaks a $64,000 glass replica of a Disney castle. The Fantasy Castle, which took over 500 hours to build, features over 30,000 individual pieces. It's decorated in 24 karat gold. Mm. The two youngsters were chasing each other around one of the exhibits when they hit into the $64,000 glass replica of the Disney Castle. And so uh, they talk about who it was created by all in all. It, this isn't the kid's fault. It's not the parent's fault. You can't put a castle where people knock it over. They're looking at it. 
Well, they were at an exhibit. Was there rope? I'm looking at it. It's literally just on a table. Oh, okay. Yeah. That and people sucks. are like, <laughs> you know, and people are like, have your kids ever broken anything? Okay, probably, but they a $64,000 anything shouldn't just be available to walk up and hit a table and have it knock over. Would yeah. you agree with that? Oh, I totally agree. At a museum? Like, that's a real bummer, you know? Like, that's just, yeah. They're not, they, the parents shouldn't have to pay for anything, right? I don't think the I don't think you can. Who can afford sixty four thousand yeah. dollars for a glass castle? Super again. Blue. Everybody's a little bit wrong, mm-hmm. but the real wrong here is making that castle in a museum so knockoverable. Agree. Like if it's that expensive, you need to make sure that it's in a glass and trap and protected. Uh, people, 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 people. Uh, Back to the baby thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm okay. Just thinking about this because there's some people that. Isn't there people that they give birth to one baby and then in that moment they find out that there's another baby in there and the baby was Hep- just didn't show up in ultrasounds? It happened. My- and then it's like twins come out. It happened to my friend Phoebe. Oh, is that where I heard that? I forget. I'm an idiot. Is it, but that has to. They made, that that that's probably really happened, right? And I think it happened to my friends Chandler and Monica, and they had someone adopt. They were they were uh, adopting their baby. Is that okay? And they're like Chandler's a girl. I don't okay, know. Well, I guess I mean, I haven't seen all friends. the episodes. I don't know. I'm, I'm lost on what I watch anymore. Okay. All right. Well, I just thought maybe maybe they didn't know and we got they a thumbs were up surprised. on Scuba. Yeah. Um, Scuba Steve just, is, just told me he's having another baby. Mm-hmm. Breaking news. Yeah. His second baby. Second kid. And hopefully a girl this time. You're rooting oh. for a girl because you had a boy. You had a boy, yeah. My wife broke out in tears when she found we're having a boy the first one. She really wants a girl, so hopefully <laughs> hopefully I can give her a girl this time. <laughs> did you do anything different to hopefully create a girl? Uh, I can't tell you on air what I did differently. Nice. But I did some maneuvers. I don't want to know off what? the air either. Just for the <laughs> record, I don't, I don't want to know off the air either. Okay, I will yeah. tell you. Yeah. yeah oh if you're ever curious, I'll let you know. No, not Wait, curious about that. What did your wife say about your eyebrows getting shaved off? Uh, she, I guess she said it didn't look too bad. It looked kind of, kind of cool, but she is okay with it. Yeah, I don't think it looks that bad. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't. When, uh, the babies do when? It'll be due sometime late December. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, pretty excited about it. You get popcorn claps from the room. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Odd popcorn claps. <laughs> Everyone's excited. Oh, man, what a crazy time to be pregnant. I mean, I've had friends that are pregnant during this that's what we're nervous Pandemic, about. It's, it's weird because, like, like, we didn't. Pl- I didn't plan on having a kid, and having it now, it's kind of a little freaky. Yeah, I can imagine. Like, wondering if we, if I can go to the hospital, can I be involved in it? Like, I'm, I'm worried about that. Yeah, you got plenty of time before you have to really worry about. I'd, I'd worry, do other worries first. Okay, all right. Yeah, like, are you gonna spell it Bobby with a Y or by with an I? Depending <laughs> on I if e. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Hey, don't forget, you guys can call us anytime. If we don't answer, we have a voicemail. We play a lot of these voicemails back. Uh, here you go. This is Kim in Oklahoma. I just wanted to call and thank you guys for talking about the importance of wearing masks in public. I lost my dad recently to COVID, and he was just nine days short of his 80th birthday. But I appreciate what you guys talk about, and I'll be saying prayers for Eddie. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, appreciate the call. Yeah, everybody wear your mask. Don't do it for you. Do it for other folks. One of my favorite country music writers, Lauren Joe Black from Country Now, is on with us. Hey, Lauren. Hey, Bobby. Hey, so I saw that Garth Brooks said, I'm out. I don't want to be in the CMA Entertainer of the Year category. You actually watched the press conference? 
Yes, I did. And um, it was very interesting. Like, I was not sure what to expect. They emailed us and said, be ready at 10 a.m. Garth is making a huge announcement. And, you know, of course, when you hear that, you're like, is he retiring? What's happening? Is it something to do with COVID? You know, all these thoughts are going through your head. And I honestly did not ever expect to hear this. So when he says it, how, like, what did he say exactly? And, and what was his reasoning for pulling himself out? So basically, he said that after last year, which was his seventh CMA Entertainer of the Year win, that there was one tweet in particular, and I've tried to hunt it down, and I don't honestly know which tweet specifically that he's referencing, but he mentioned multiple times there is a specific tweet that really got him thinking about it. And he said that he 100% agreed with this tweet. And he doesn't want to seem ungrateful for the success, but after seven times, he's ready to bow out. And I quote, he said, it's time for somebody else to hold that award. Garth won it in 91, 92, 97, 98, 2016, 17, and then last year in 2019. And so Garth Brooks says he does not want to be in the CMA Entertainer of the Year category. Now, Lauren, I don't know about you, but I have been saying for the past few months that Garth has been the guy doing things extremely different in a way that's actually cutting through, and he should have been the Entertainer of the Year this year. Yeah, and he was saying that, you know, he's interested to see how people, the industry will vote on that this year because it is a very different year. A lot of times the Entertainer of the Year is, you know, the person who's hitting the road the hardest, selling out shows and, you know, really just encompassing the full entertainer aspect. And this year, as we know, is a lot different. Um, And he did say, you know, he's like, I'm extremely competitive, but he just feels like, seven is his lucky number and he wants to go out and that it's someone else's turn and he's just kind of gonna go out on top and he did say that after winning the award last year he's been in talks with the cma and they were going to announce this at cma fest but of course that didn't happen this year so now that the cma voting period is approaching um the first round actually already ended that he felt this was the time to do it Lauren Joe Black from Country Now is on with us right now. Did you give any uh, any ink, any press to the when I said I was also pulling myself out for CMA Entertainer of the Year? Did that make it? <laughs> it did not, Bobby. No. It, it wasn't like second page behind Garth's front. I just thought maybe if I, because I think I want to go out on bottom, mm-hmm. you know, because I ne- <laughs> never had a chance. So I just want to go out before I ever get any bigger, you know? Nobody. All right. Um, during the that press, did not make the headline. All right. During the press conference, he also said that. Uh, he was him and, and Trisha did quarantine after their daughter Ali Colleen tested positive. She's since recovered, but what what did he else did he say about that? He just said that it was very you know as a parent they were very concerned. They prayed a lot. Um, that you know thankfully she had pretty mild symptoms. He said that she had a sore throat. That was pretty much like her main symptom, and. Um, her husband was the one that they had contact with constantly and um you know because he was exposed to it and luckily they all tested negative and she's fine she's recovered and um he just said that you know trisha has been the one kind of leading the family um through this and being very very cautious and following all the guidelines and um you know he just praised her for that Okay, here's the million-dollar question. If it's not Garth, who is Entertainer of the Year at this year's CMAs? 
Lauren. Oh, this year? Yeah. I think you will agree with this. I think so. Um, I think it's going to be Luke Combs. I mean, no one has had a bigger year than Luke. I know you just had him on the show. I just listened to the interview, and you were saying, like, every article says, like, the country artist, you know, of the year, the hottest country artist. And there's no denying that. And if tours would have happened this year, um, you know, Luke would have been selling them out left and right. So I really think it, it's going to be Luke Combs for the first time. Interesting. You know, mostly people will get put on the ballot for a year before they win it. It's almost like a dumb rule. Like, yeah, you need to be on it and not win before you win. <laughs> Can Luke Combs pop that bubble? That's a great question. Hmm. All right. She said it. Give him the trophy. Luke Combs is our winner. She announced it this morning. <laughs> All right, hey. Um, we'll see. Thank you very much for uh, catching up with us. And I uh, know, big news. Garth Brooks announced he does not want to be in the CMA Entertainer of the Year Award. Uh, okay, uh, Lauren Joe Black from Country Now. Go check out uh, countrynow.com. And Lauren, you're the the, the editor-in-chief queen dingling over there, right? That's not exactly the title, but you could say that. There you go. <laughs> I knew it would be. All right, what, Amy? Queen dingling? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Lauren, thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Bye-bye. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. This guy, Glenn, has been working at a Subaru in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, for 23 years. Been a hard worker. And so secretly, to show their appreciation, the car dealership just gave him the car of his dreams. He started out by cleaning cars for them, has worked his way all the way up to being parts manager, and so a lot of the guys are talking about him, saying he's one of the most beloved employees, that he loves Camaros. So they decided to get him a Camaro just to reward him and tell him how much he meant to them. They kept it under wraps. They planned it. They surprised him. He walked out, and it was a black and white Camaro sitting there. It was a dream car. Cool. Wouldn't that be crazy, just mm-hmm. someone to give you a car? Yeah. After 23 years? Man, he says it was overwhelming. Got very emotional. He says he loves the car, but he also loves the people that he works with and has for the last 23 years. So let me shout out to this dealership here. Schulte Subaru in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I think that's Schulte. We're on in Sioux Falls, so shout out to you guys. But, man, Schulte Subaru. Got that guy, Camaro. Dang. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. A 99-year-old California woman broke two Guinness records when she piloted a plane and then gave a flight lesson in the air. Two nines, 99. She's 99 years old. That's a cute, fun story. It's yeah. a fun story, but I ain't getting another... I'm not getting up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a clip. She gave her final flight lesson for Next Gen Flight Academy at Riverside Municipal Airport, taking student Brandon Martini into the air, qualifying her for the title as the world's oldest flight instructor and the oldest active pilot. I love getting people to experience what it's like <laughs> to lift off this earth. It is so good. I love her. I just, if it wouldn't be for me. I love her. Great. Good for her. God bless her. 99. You you hit her up. You see an ad. Oh, teach you how to fly. You call it up. It's one of those little street signs. Hello. You call her up. I would like back in Orville and Wilbur. We're putting it up. I thought I want to do that. I was with them. I'm Orville's mom. (laughs) I don't know about the mom, but wow. That's a crazy story. Good for her, though. Love that. Love her. She's still rocking it, man. That's great. You know the band Corn? Here's Freak on a Leash from Corn from back in the day. Like late 90s? Corn yeah. Lit Biscuit. Do you remember this? Yes. It's not my thing. Me either. It wasn't really either then. But Corn has recorded a hard rock cover of The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Uh, and then Yellow Wolf 
is who's also a rapper is doing it. But do you want to hear Korn's version of The Devil Went Down to Georgia? Because they, re- they recorded it last year before he died, but when he died, they were like, hey, let's put it out. Here you go. Oh, they're playing the guitar solo part as the fiddle. I don't hate it for what it is. Turn it up a little more. I mean, it's interesting. I don't think I would listen to it on my own. No, because it stresses me out. What does? This sound. Just the aggression? Like, for, yeah. For some people, I get it. They're really into it, and they want to jam out. But for me, I'm just, like, I hear that, and I'm stressed. It's weird, and if you just love the Charlie Daniels version, maybe that's not for you. But the cool thing is, maybe some people hear this now, and you go, that was a... There was a song, Devil Went Down to Georgia, and they go listen to the Charlie Daniels stuff, which may get them onto other older country music. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it. I give it a 5.8 out of 10. But yeah, Corn put down Devil Went Down to Georgia. Remember Scuba Steve, our executive producer, told us he used to do death singing? Or what was it called? Death singing. Death metal? <laughs> like death metal screaming, yeah. How long do you need to warm up your voice? Can you give us some now? Uh, man, I need like a, it's been years, but I would say like a good minute or two. Okay, I'll talk about... The Emmys, real okay. quick. I'll run into the room and do a little, uh, yeah. Okay. All Ray, right. can you find, while I'm talking about the Emmys, some sort of music? Yeah. That, I don't know if they have instrumental death metal, but let's, I'm curious to hear him do this, aren't you? Or, sure. Or not really. I don't, I don't know this side of them. Yeah. I'll say this about the Emmy Awards. They did announce all the, all the nominees here, and I was a little disappointed whenever they did the uh, competition series that American Idol wasn't nominated. Uh, you know, obviously, full disclosure, I'm on that show, or at least was the last three seasons. The reason I thought that we might be in this year is because we were the first one to do pandemic TV. We were the first one to go live from houses. Everybody else kind of followed our lead in how to do it. First show to go, oh, crap, we got to get on the air. And we had Luke, Lionel, Katie, all at their houses, me at my house, Ryan Seacrest at his house, all the contestants. But we didn't get the, we didn't get the nominee, nomination. Oh, you got the... Yeah. Snub. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race. I haven't seen that. I see the commercials. Nailed it on Netflix. Haven't seen that. Anybody know what that is? Nope. Top Chef. Heard of it. Do you ever watch Top Chef? Anybody? Sometimes. Nope. It's pretty good. You do watch it? I haven't in a while, but when I do watch it, I'm like, why don't I watch this? How do you more? win? I like it. I think you're given different challenge. You're given different challenges. Different. Food ingredients, and you have to whip up things. You go to the grocery store, and you then there's judges that eat your food, and then they rate you on your food, and you win. The Mass Singer, oh. seen some of that. You don't like that show? I think it's awful. Just like, like the 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 judges act like they're just shocked by every performance. It's it's a terrible show. I always feel like the judges don't know who half the people are, because I feel like I've been asked about doing that show, and I've said, "Hey." No one knows who I am. They would never guess me because they don't know who I am and then have to act like, oh. And then afterward, after the camera's cut, they're like, listen, we don't know who Bobby Bones was anyway. Yeah. Yeah, bad show. But there are sometimes there are people that are on that show, they get eliminated. I'm like, I never even heard of that person. Exactly. Uh, And then finally, The Voice. So I was disappointed American Idol didn't didn't get in that just because we kind of led the way in that that world. Scuba back. Yep. Yeah. Do you need one more second or no? I can do it. I mean, it's not going to be as good as I was 10 years ago, but I'll give you what I got. <laughs> I'm not as good as I once, once was. was. 
All right, so how are we doing this? Uh, Ray's got an instrumental here, and I'll just scream over it of the best I can do at this age. Oh, boy. I feel nervous because I'm going to be embarrassed, I think. You're gonna I'm so going to be more embarrassed because I know I'm way better than where I am right now. It took me about a year and a half to condition my voice so I could do a high pitch. Well, don't low. blow your voice. Yeah, I won't. I'll just do the best I can do at this point. Okay, here he is, our executive producer, Scuba Steve, who used to be in a metal band. Yes, heavy metal rock band, yeah. What were they called? We were called from, uh, uh, that, the band we're doing is from Omni Ashes. We were called A Misread Fable, AMF. A Misread Fable. Yes. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Do you know what a fable is? Nope. Okay. Um, okay, here we go. <laughs> All right. Here is Scuba Steve giving us 15, 20 seconds of how he used to sing as a lead singer in a, I know. I'm nervous. I'm nervous too. <laughs> Me too. Here we go. I'm not racing anymore. I'm not racing something new. I sleep better in the dark. I'm not doing this for you. <laughs> this is because of you. I don't believe. What time okay, to waste a, again. Thank you. Wow. That's what you You're mine. And how would that you do that awful. for a whole show and not blow your voice out? Yeah. So that right there, I would give, I would give my, if I would rate myself, that was a three and a half. I was a solid 11 out of 10. What I would do is I would drink Jack and Coke. I'd have one before and one on stage. And we used to win a lot of competitions. Like, we were legit. We were really good. Watch Mark, what do you think about that? Man, I don't even know what he said, but that was funny <laughs> as crap. <laughs> Eddie, what'd you think about Scuba Steve's, uh, what do you, metal voice? Metal voice, Yeah. Love it, man. It's good. Like I don't think people realize there's a certain talent that goes behind screaming for an hour and a half show. Like that's good, Steve. Thank nice you. Work. All right, thanks, Steve. I'm a little freaked out right now, so I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna go pee. No, okay. I'm like, <laughs> I need I'm a, a little bit scared. I need a minute. Hey, you guys can call us anytime. Eight seven seven seventy seven Bobby. Hey, Bobby. I'm a huge fan of your show. I just wanted some advice. My dad, he passed away two years ago. He was 49 years old from a heart attack. Uh, he was an alcoholic and he was a smoker. But now my mom is starting to follow that same path. I'm trying to get her her help and stuff, but she's not taking it. So I don't know what I should do. And I know you had that same type of experience in your life, too. So anything would help. Um, talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, I can tell you that there's really nothing you can do except be supportive and loving. And they have to make that decision for themselves. You can't force someone to diet different or to check into a place or my advice is be supporting, be loving, let them know you will be there, but it is something that she, in your mom's instance, has to do for herself and has to want for herself. Because she made it, you know, just to, you know, placate you, be like, yeah, I'm going to do it, but unless she really wants it, it ain't going to change. So, it's just being supportive and loving and encouraging. That's it. Amy, anything you want to add to that? No, I think that's really good advice. And don't put the pressure on you to do it. Mm -hmm. Because if, if it's, you think it's your fault that she isn't, that's a, a road you're going to walk down and not win. There's yeah. no win there. It's interesting. I just recorded a podcast yesterday where uh, one of the woman I was interviewing said something to me that might apply here. And it's, it's like, you can't look at the, uh, there's an underlying reason why this is happening. Why we choose, we choose whatever the addiction is or what we're using to mask a pain or whatever's going on. There's an underlying reason. So when you look at it that way, you can have the compassion and the grace, even though it's frustrating and hard and difficult at times. But Bobby's right, being loving and supporting and not coming after like why the actual act itself and why are they doing that and this is bad and they shouldn't be doing it. But like what 
what is the root there and being compassionate about that. And it's also finding out what would motivate her. Is it, I don't know if you have kids or not, is it your kids? You know, getting to see them later. I think it's, you know, being supportive in a way too of, and motivating in a way of finding what she needs. It doesn't have to be her. It can be any story. Like what, how do you help meet her needs to help her get through to the next level, to the next step? So don't put it on you. Do the, you know, be aware and just be there. I mean, that's the, that's it. I was waiting for him to respond, but I forgot it's a voicemail. Yeah, he's right. But you can call us anytime. That's the point. I was like, why isn't you responding you to us? You can call us anytime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was like I feel like this is helpful. <laughs> what do you know about your kids going back into school yet? They're going. That's the plan. They're going into the building. Their school has figured out a way to do the temperature checks, wear masks, social distancing ish. So that's well, just, that's the plan. Wonder how long it lasts because the first outbreak they have to shut it down, right? I know. I mean, we're just hopeful. I've kind of thought so much of me is worried about my dad and his assisted living place, not him catching COVID, but his mental state because he's such a social person and it's starting to really wear on him. I think he was having such a great attitude about it. And I thought, well, I'm just going to move him into the house. But now if my kids go back to school... That's irresponsible of me if unless and I'm coming into work and we're quarantined. But so then I thought, well, maybe I just don't let the kids go back to school and we just all just stay at the house and I work and we have my dad there, but they need to go back to school. And if they if the school has figured out a way to safely do it, then I am for it. And we'll just have to cross our fingers and see what happens. It stinks. You have to cross your fingers. Do you even have to say that? You know, I know that you have to be like, okay, we're just wishing for luck. Cause I don't, yeah, that's not really normally like how I like to handle my kids' livelihood. Just roll the dice. Let's see how this goes. But I know that they've been very thoughtful and responsible where they attend and, and they wouldn't do it if they didn't feel like it was going to work. Well, it's not the kids that I think most folks are worried about. It's what happens. Teachers, custodians. Yeah, people that have to work there. I get it. And then kids going back home to their families. Families just like back, my, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's why... Now I have to take the idea of my dad coming out of my head because there's there's other people that won't like certain people in our life that won't come over to the house because they know that I'm letting my kids play with other kids or that I'm working. It's just not happening. More than 25 million students typically use buses. So this is they're saying there may be kids that can't ride the bus to school that normally need the bus because of social distancing. They can't let all the kids in the bus because they can't cram them all together. Yeah. Seems like there are a lot of these secondary, third dairy, and fourth dairy things that people didn't consider before they were like, we got to get kids back in school. Mm -hmm. They're invincible. But it's not just about the kids. But I didn't. I never thought about the school bus thing. Because I had to ride the school bus as a kid a yeah, lot. Yeah, me too. Until I moved so close, I rode my bike. But yeah, just wonder what was up with your kids. Yeah, that's the plan. They're going to be going back. But yeah, August 12th or 13th, I think. What are they up to now? Mm, just hanging out. <laughs> Yeah, they hang out all the time, watch they're movies. Swimming, they love movies. They ride bikes, hoverboards. I mean, they're being super active. So, what happened yesterday was, AMC Theater said, "Hey, we're going to shorten the amount of time with Universal Pictures that they have to show before they can go out." So now we're going to get all these movies on demand. It used to be three months, now it's only seventeen days. So it goes to the theater. Two oh, weeks wow. later, we'll be able to watch it on demand. Mm. Okay, I mean, you have to really love the movie going experience then. 
to go to the movie. Yeah, and for me, though, it's about how quick can we get the movie out of the theater? Because mm-hmm. now we're seeing you can actually make money on some of these movies. Uh, that Trolls made $100 million. You have to market them different. But yeah, that, that, that's going to happen. And we got that one right at home. Mark, Trolls? And, yeah, we were in. Have you seen anything good lately? We watched all the Maze Runners. Yeah, which, kid, for the kids. For the kids. Yeah. Well, but I started to like it. The first one, I was like, eh, this is stupid. But I think I was... Uh, I wasn't open, you know? Yeah. I wasn't approaching it with an open mind. I thought, this is childish. Isn't the internet crazy? We can now watch movies at our house. Yeah. What do you mean? It's just nuts. Like the all we, the things we can do at just our house? Like I, go, I can walk into my room and push a button. I know. And go to my Apple TV and then have it, the whole world just right there just to download. Yeah. I think about that a lot. I, I, I know that inventions are all around us and electricity has been around for a long time. I mean, I would imagine people in the phones. 50s were like, isn't it crazy you just put a switch and the lights come on? This, yeah. is, this is a constant, right? It te- as technology grows, we evolve. But we, yeah, this is wild that I can get anything now. Right on my thumb. I know. But Movies how did, come into the house. How do they do it? Not, don't I don't care to know. That's not. That's what I not, start not to think my specialty. About. Okay. Um, speaking of the internet, yesterday they were beating lunchbox up pretty bad for calling the cops on the people that are having the house party in the neighborhood. So you decided to, to call the internet. Yeah, I wanted to get a hold of the internet to see if they could scrub all the Karen comments. Everybody calling me Karen, this Karen, that you <laughs> stupid Karen. I didn't even thought think about him being a Karen. And I was like, man, I'm not a Karen. I want those comments gone. So I figure I'll call the internet and see if they can get rid of Karen for me. So he called the internet. What's the internet? How well, I, well, the, internet? the only thing I could find, I called AOL because I figure they have access to the internet and that they could take care of it for me. All right, I haven't heard this yet. He called us Jason Gibble to scrub the negative comments. Here we go. Hi, thanks for calling AOL. Hi, thank you for calling AOL. This is we have your first and last name. Yeah, it's Jason Gibble. How you doing, man? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Uh, yeah, what I'm calling about is I was trying to get a hold of the internet, and I feel like you guys are kind of good friends with the internet because some people have been calling me Karen <laughs> online, and I was hoping you could take that off. Oh, uh, what do you mean by that? There was someone having a graduation party in my neighborhood, and I called the cops, and now people are saying I'm a Karen, and <laughs> I want you to take that off the internet. I don't want them to call me Karen. Oh, we do apologize for that, but we don't have an access to do that. America Online is, like, you guys are like best friends with the internet, right? Actually, right now, what we can provide is regarding with your AOL email account. Well, what if you can't get rid of them calling me Karen, right? Okay, they're calling me Karen, and I'll just deal with that. What about, you know, like, I look online, and it says that my net worth, like, when you type in Jason Gibble net worth, it says I'm worth $300,000. I'm worth $2 billion. Like, I, like people think I'm poor, but I'm super rich. May I know your email account? Yeah, jasongibble69 at AOL.com. <laughs> Can you please spell it for me slowly? J. A. S. Oh. Why are you doing that? Okay. Why? What's Which, by the way, here? Jason Gibble's not even a real person. There's no net worth of Jason Gibble up, is there? No. He's made that up. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's funny that, that you're now Karen. Yeah. Lunchbox is the Karen of our show. Oh, that hurts. I don't want to be known as Karen. Don't do Karen things, won't be called a Karen. Right, Amy? That's right. Don't talk no Karen, won't be no Karen. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Sometimes people will post pictures in my hometown. I just pulled up my phone. And this girl's name is Courtney underscore Ray underscore Russell. Courtney Ray Russell. She goes, since I got this autographed picture, it's been my bucket list to go grab this picture. So she went to my hometown, Mountain Pine, Arkansas, 
and it's an old school picture of us. And she's in front of this, this sign in my hometown oh. that says the boy at home, Bobby Bones. That's cool. She yeah. held it up. So big shout out to her. I always love when people go. And if you get a chance, if for some reason you're in central Arkansas, which is where I'm from, and near Mountain Pine, you do drive to the sign, take a picture. You know, there's the Yum Yum shop there. They could use a little business. There's a, you know, my town is only 700 people. But we got a couple things there. They could use a couple bucks. Get you a little, get a little gas station drink. Help that economy, you know? Mm-hmm. Wear your mask, but help that economy. Um, all right. What do you like to get from the Yum Yum shop? Straight up ice cream in a cone, single. Like, I love just ice cream. Like, single ice cream from the machine. Soft serve? Mm, from Sonic, too. Kaylin will go and get this big blizzard with Oreos, and I'm like, I'll take a ice cream cone, sink straight up. Give me that soft serve. Love soft serve. And I love Werther's Original. Yeah. What are you going to say? You going to make fun of me? No. All right, that's what's up. Uh, bye, everybody. Follow Bobby on Instagram. At Mr. Bobby Bones.